1: passionate about what we're doing. We love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship Podcast was born. And we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy
0: The topic is called Stop Breaking Your Own Heart, and, you know, why we decided to name it that, it's because we feel that a lot of people put themselves in situations or, or are dealing with people where they're breaking their own heart, and let me give you a beautiful example. A lot of times, what happens is, is we'll always do what other people want instead of actually doing what we want. We're thinking more about others instead of ourselves. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't think about others. I'm not telling you to be cold and calculated, but I'm saying in certain situations, you know, like let's say someone's not reciprocative. I'll use that one as a beautiful example. You reach out, you text, you you try to make effort to, you know, maintain this friendship, and the person doesn't reciprocate it back, you know, you're breaking your own heart in that situation because you're trying to convince this person to give love or care that they don't want to give.
1: And you can't make somebody else want to be in contact with you or you can't make them want to want you in any way, shape or form. And so many people do. They think that they can change somebody if they stick around, if they don't say anything, if they keep their mouth shut and they just kind of go along with what the other person wants, then they will actually get what they want from it. And it doesn't work like that. The best way to get what you want want is to communicate what you want and I think communication we've always said is like number one here when you are in a relationship like Michael just said um, and you're not you're not receiving what you've asked for then why should you why should you cut yourself short I mean really think about it why should you cut yourself short of what you want why like what makes that other person so much more important than you Isn't it that you should look after yourself, number one, first? You are the person that has to wake up to yourself every day. You're the person that lives the life that you live. So for you to then put somebody else in front of you, you're actually, it's like it comes back down to self-love, actually, Michael, I think, Um, because if you're loving on yourself, then you won't accept those things to happen. You'll open your mouth. You'll be vocal about what you want. And I'm not saying in an argument or anything. It's just a conversation like we're having a conversation, you could say to your partner or potential partner or, you know, whoever it is that you're, however you're- you've labeled, Or even a friend. Or even a friend, yeah, whatever the label is behind you, you know? Um, you can actually just sit down and say, hey, listen, you know, I've noticed that um, I've been messaging you and you don't actually message me back or it might take you a couple of days to message me back. Am I not priority in your life? Uh, you know, I I seem to message you back straight away, but you don't do the same for me. So, and I don't really feel that that works for me. I I like to have someone in my life who will message me back straight away um, because that's how I like things to be done. And maybe you can find something in the middle. Maybe this person is like really, really busy and you can understand that. So yeah, I mean like you can have that conversation and whatever the reason is behind it, you will know, and if they've just given you the lip service and they're just talking to you, and the actions don't follow, then you've got that time to sit down and understand for yourself: Is this something you want in your life? Do I want to deal with this in my life? Do I want to every time I send a message or every time my phone, that this person doesn't answer, they don't call me back, or they don't, um, they don't respond to my text messages? Do I really want to deal with that? It's questions to ask yourself. And if you think to yourself, well, I don't really care, you know, I'm not, they're not priority in my life, then it won't be an issue in the first place. But obviously, if you're feeling like that in the first place, it's because you're not being vocal. So my suggestion to everybody is, like, be vocal, communicate. And like I said, in the best possible way, just as for a conversation, it hasn't got to be anything where you're going into... Um, into any type of argument because that's not going to work either. If you're stamping your feet, you want this, you want that, and you're arguing about it, then the other person normally shuts down anyway. They don't actually hear you. But when you're having a conversation, a respectful conversation, I think that's when you can actually um, you can actually have and get results from it. Do you agree, Michael?
0: I do, and and I'm going to add a caveat here: is don't put expectations on people. Mm. If you are like you. Are, you know yourself. If you like dealing with reciprocative individuals, right? And the person that you've chose to engage with, or the person you've date, even when you vocalized it, that's not their character. Let's say a hundred percent, that's not their character, right? Mm. You have a choice to make. Do I keep putting in more time and energy into this into this person, or not? Because that's where people are getting hurt. They're putting in more time and energy into someone that's not reciprocative, trying to convince them to say, hey, maybe they'll finally see me. As Anthea said, it doesn't work that way. So what I've always found the best method to do is if I'm putting time and energy into someone and they're not reciprocative, I just make a choice to say I'm not putting time there no more. It's a very, for me, cut and dry thing because at at the end of the day, I have to serve me first before I serve you. Yeah. And if you're if not I'm looking out in my healthiest space, I can't serve you.
1: And you can't show up in your best way, right? No, exactly. Uh, and I was going to say, I read something the other day, which I found really interesting. it said, um, if you want to know who your friends are, or you want to know who the people that care about you, stop calling them and see what happens. Stop yeah. that communication. Now, if you stop that communication, then you will know what how they feel and how they think about you. Like I said, everyone can give the lip service, everyone can give the words. Like so many people will give the words and give you all the talk. But where's the actions? If you're not if the actions are not backing up the talk, then you're out of alignment. It's not working. So stop the communication and see what happens. Let's see. I, and I, I think-
0: agree with that. I, I think the best way is to also stop the communication, but I also think the best way is is just to assess the situation to say, what do I need? Because again, on this podcast, we're always honest. And you see a lot of times, and I'm going to speak for myself, is I've always put the needs of others before my own. And mm-hmm. it's gotten me nothing. Not that I expect anything, but I meant like it put me in a more vulnerable position and, and the other person benefited more. You see what I'm saying? So I've learned now to vocalize what I want. And it's very simple. Look, if the person doesn't want what you want, that's okay. They're not obligated to. If they don't want what you want, that's okay. But then it's a clear sign to move on because I'm a big advocate. And this is what's really helped me. Choose people that choose you.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All the way, yes. And like you said, you've got to put yourself first. If you're not putting yourself first in any situation, then you're putting yourself on that back burner and you are leaving yourself to be vulnerable. I'm not saying being vulnerable is a bad thing because that's actually a good thing in certain situations. Mm. Um, Actually, being able to vocalise what you want is um is going to make a huge difference to you. and i'm not we're not saying and I, I mean i'm speaking for you as well here michael but then you know obviously stop me if i'm no, if, go ahead. If it's not right um like who was saying, you know, it will not say to you move on to each relationship, just keep moving on because you're not getting what you want. But the communication, once you've communicated and they, they turn around and say, well, look, I don't work like that. That's not what I want. I'm happy. I just want to speak to you once a week. Or um, if I if you message me and I don't get back to you, then then that's you just got to deal with it. Then that's up to you to decide. Is that what you want? Do you want to just deal with it do you want to just be that you know it's it's completely down to yourself at the end of the day it's what you want but we're talking about actually something that you you have chosen for yourself so you've chosen to have somebody or you've got somebody in your life you've both chosen each other but now time's gone on and you're actually messaging them and you're calling them and they're not they're not calling you back now now once you communicate that and if nothing changes that's when you can stop and say to yourself well What do I want to do with this? Is it making me feel good? And I think this is such an important thing as well is how does it make me feel? How am I feeling through this situation? Does it make me feel good or does it make me feel like crap? And Oh, I think it's
0: even bigger than feelings actually, but go on.
1: Well, I just think like anything. Like I know that anything that I do in my life, um, I try and work towards things that make me feel good. Now, if it doesn't, if something doesn't resonate with me and I doesn't, and I'm not feeling good through it, then and it's a feel good will help your thought process be good. Uh, if you're not feeling good, your your thought process will mirror that again. So you're just always going to mirror, um, well, your thought process and your emotions. You need to have them aligned. So if if you're with somebody and when you're with them it's great but when you're away from them you don't hear anything then if that's what you want then that's fine but if it's not what you want then you must speak up about it because too many of us are f- another thing michael that i think is and i i've actually experienced is i might fear that if i say something then they'll disappear That they, they're no, they'll they no longer be with me They won't you know, the relationship will break down. But I'm willing now to take that chance because I'm learning to have that self-love for myself. Now, and I think that is really important to love yourself. And I would say
0: something that's definitely out of pocket. It's not going to align with what you say, but it will be on par. The reason why I don't agree with feelings is because feelings are fickle and they change all the time. I'm Mm. looking at it from a standpoint of, Does this benefit my life or not? I'm not even looking at how it makes me feel. It's more of a sense of, is this adding to my life or is it hindering my life? Right. Because the thing is, feelings change all the time. And that's where a lot of people, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's where a lot of people get misled because they'll say, one day they can feel this, next day they can feel something else. So you know, when you're in, let's say, a hypothetical situation where you have no idea if you should cut this person out of your life or not. If you're even thinking about cutting them off, I think you already know your answer. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, like For me, so it's like that clearly you already know that that person doesn't benefit your life because you're thinking of cutting them out. Mm. You haven't cut them out, but the thought's already there. So it's like you already have your answer. Mm.
1: And I suppose... And what I was saying about feeling good with it. Yeah. If if it is benefiting your life, then naturally it will help you feel good, right?
0: Exactly. Like naturally, you're all you won't even think about cutting them off because you know that it benefits your life. Yeah. But then if it didn't benefit your life, you would have the thought of, hey, they need to go. Yeah. So absolutely. that's why, like for me, I, I can't lead with my feelings because they change every second for people's feelings change all the time. Mm. But the one thing that never changes is evidence. Mm. And that's why I'm going to say this. Uh, um, evidence never changes. As Anthea said, if you're text messaging someone and you're making effort and they're not reciprocating back, you have the evidence you need that you're not a priority to them. The evidence is there. Yeah. Evidence.
1: Yeah, and they could give you all the excuses. All oh, I had this to do, I had that to do. Yeah. But I always say, it takes, especially a voice note, and we've all got access to be right. able to send a voice note. Whatever you're doing, you can still hold that button and talk because you're gonna talk anyway. So yeah, they never... just don't
0: want to talk to you. That's right. what it comes down. They just don't right. want to
1: talk to you. Right, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. It's always you've got to understand that it's an excuse. There's you know, oh, I had this happening, or I had that happening. Well, that still doesn't mean anything. If I'm if I'm on your mind, if I'm part of your thought process in that day, because I'm priority in your life, and you and you have this love towards me, or you love me, or whatever it is, let's say um, a natural love because of a friendship or, or a relationship, a, a, a romantic relationship, then. You're going to naturally want to reach out to that person. Well, and you're naturally
0: going to want mean, them around you especially if they benefit your life. You're going to want them around.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if they're not going if you're with if they <laughs> if you um if they're not benefiting your life then they're not going to hear from them.
0: Well, um, let's add this thing. You will hear from them because they they only like having you around when it's convenient for them. Yeah. Let's add that little cap When it's convenient at their disposal. Um yeah. And that's why I said, like, for me, and this is just my perception, I take feelings out of it. And as, and as Anthea said, if the person's not calling me back or making any effort, all you're doing is giving me a reason to leave. Like, literally, you're giving me reasons to say, I don't need to stay here.
1: Absolutely, You're giving me
0: ammo in the gun to say, I need to go. Because clearly, you're not reciprocating back and you're not obligated to. But if you're making statements of, hey, like we're friends or we're this, and there's that lack of reciprocation and there's that lack of effort, then you're giving me the ammo and the things that I need to do to walk away from you instead of staying with you. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: I was just wanting to say hi to everybody who's joined us here. Uh, Yeah, I
0: see a lot of people are commenting and stuff like that, and we greatly appreciate it. Um, You know what I mean? We really appreciate you guys like, like commenting and writing in this in the in the comment section. Um, see I, I will add this. See, a lot of times as Anthea said, and I want to really want to touch on this, we're afraid to speak up because we're gonna lose them or yes. because we know in this world that when you speak up, you get shamed for it.
1: Yes. And,
0: um I'm I'm gonna use a, a scenario of my own personal life. We don't use names here, so we'll just call her Alice. Um I was supposed to go on a date with somebody, right? And um, we were gonna go out. We were gonna have a fun time. And then this is why I said feelings change all the time. This is why oh. this is why I made that statement because the next day she decided to say, "Oh, you know, I I don't think I'm really ready to um, go on the dating market, right? Like like I was ready for something. She wasn't, pretty much. But she said yes, anyways." Right, so then I said to her. She she replies to me and says, "Well, we can still be friends." And I told her, "No." I said, "No, we can't." And she said, "Well, why?" And I said, "I told you what I wanted. You were on board for a one day. Then you changed your mind the next day. And then again, for me, it's not beneficial to me because I want a relationship. That's what I want. You want something else, which is totally different and totally cool." But I'm not going to engage with somebody that doesn't want what I want. You know what followed up with all that? Shaming language. All you care about is just having women romantically. That's such a limiting belief. That is this. Um, You know what I mean? I don't think you're that much of a nice person if you think that way. Um, And having this attitude with me. And I'm like, why are you shaming me for what I want? I don't want your friendship. What you're offering, I don't want. And because I stood up for myself, I was shamed for it and told that the way I think was very limited. I've been told that by a few people now ever since I started to um um
1: value yourself and your time value
0: myself and actually like speak up and say like no, like I don't want what you're offering. Like I don't want your friendship. It's not that there's anything wrong with your friendship, I don't want it. I'm looking for this.
1: And we've spoken about this before, haven't we, Michael? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, when it when you're looking, if you're looking to be in a relationship, um, and then somebody comes along and they then only want friendship but that's not what you want you want Yeah, how does it benefit me? It doesn't how does benefit. That, it doesn't benefit me. you. No, how can it benefit? It's not going to benefit you because even if you let's say let's say hypothetically here you said oh okay and you put her needs first and you said okay let's be yeah. friends and then you met somebody who is really for you you can't mm-hmm. keep that person around because mm-hmm. now you're in a committed relationship. So what's that yeah, girl right. going to do? She's going to be floating around or she's mm-hmm. going to want your attention. And then your girlfriend will be like, well, what does she want from you? Like you why her friendship you?
0: benefits her and not me. Because and not, yeah. Let's say we're friends. So what you're saying is I have to put my desire because that's what it is. I desire you in a romantic way. I have to put that aside to accommodate you. So you get a friendship. Yeah. Mm, No, thank you. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I think that's ridiculous. Um, You know what I mean? And then clearly, like, as you said, at some point, when I meet the person for me, you're getting cut off anyways.
1: Yeah, so what you know, what where's the benefit? It's not worth stepping, taking those steps forward. Now, if it was the other way around and you're looking for a friendship, yeah, that's exactly, different. Yeah. but that's not what this that's not what the reality of in your life what happened. You were looking for a relationship. Now, that person decides to change their mind, then you have every right to turn around and say, Well, look. This is what we this is what we wanted. This is what we was gonna do. Now you want this, but my my desire hasn't changed. Just because exactly. yours has changed doesn't mean mine's changed. And if they can't accept that, then see you later. Like you're not losing anything because no. as long as you've got yourself and you got and you've got that self-love and respect for you, then you don't actually need anybody else. And we've said this before, it's not a need, it's a want. I want to be in a relationship with you. I want to see you. I want to be romantically involved with you. I want to be loving and nurturing towards you. And that's my choice. And if you want the same, then we're in alignment and happy days. Off we go. But if you want something different, then you cannot expect me to want what you want just because you want it. Because then, you know, who made you more important
0: than me well no it's just you guys are out of alignment and it doesn't work but there you should never be shamed for that no at the end of the day that's why i always say if someone wants to go let them go if they want to go don't force to get if they want to go let them go
1: and there's so many different parts of a relationship, isn't there, michael? like there's this that you've got the sexual part, you've got yeah. the um the just the general loving part, the communication part now, if anything out of them, you're not getting what you want, and you've voiced it and you've said, well look, you know this is what in a relationship, I expect to be intimate with you five times a week, let's just say. Um, or four or five well, yeah, times. Setting
0: your, setting your standards of what are standards for you, yes.
1: Yeah. And if, the, if that's what you want and they say, well, to be fair, I'm not into that. I, you know, once every couple of weeks for me is good, then why should you compromise your desires again? If it's. You can know-
0: compromise you would might have to adjust them with that individual. Yeah. But I'm, I'm
1: talking about a big gap between say you want five times a week and they want once every other week. That's a huge gap. Yeah, that's
0: a huge gap. A hundred percent In that situation. You might be breaking your own heart, but that's the thing you would have to have the discussion before you got into the relationship. You see what I mean? That's the thing you have to have the discussion before you get into the relationship. And I think that's where a lot of fall short.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They 100%. jump into the
0: relationship and then they're like, you want it five days a week? Well, I only want it every other week. Oh, crap. Like, you should have had that discussion before you got into the relationship.
1: Yeah. yeah. And but, I mean, um, like, look, it's not always going to work like that. I know that no. I haven't had those discussions, like, to the to the point where, I, you know, but I think if it if it's something you start to realize and notice then i think you could ha- you can have you still can have the conversation whether you had it right. it's always obviously as michael said it's better to get these things out of the way before you get into that relationship. So but if you it don't
0: break your heart, yes. You
1: don't break your heart. But if you're still quite fresh in the relationship, then, yeah, you can still have these conversations, even if four weeks, five weeks, six weeks have passed by, and then you start voicing that. Now, again, if they decide that that's not what they want, and but this is what you want, and you can think, okay, well, it's not something, it's not that important to me, or it's like I can work with this, or whatever it yeah. is, I just don't... Don't don't. What's the word? Don't. I can't think of the word now. Pull yourself short for what you want. Again, you know. Well, that's why I
0: say have the conversation off jump, not on the first date, but I'm saying right away, like because that's how a lot of people are getting hurt. Right, they're putting themselves in compromising situations where the people don't have the same beliefs and values. But this this is where I said with the feelings why it's so important to think past your feelings because. A lot of times they'll entertain this person longer than need be. Oh, I like them. It doesn't matter. Oh, but they want something else different than you do. Oh, but I like them. I like them, though. No. If they are on a different page than you, or then clearly you guys are not meant for each other. Right. Like I- that's I- it is what it is. Like, don't fight. Like, that's why I said, you have to go past feelings. Like, Because if you still keep trying to stay in this person's life, still keep trying to entertain them, still putting yourself in these situations, you only keep breaking your own heart. And again, guys, I've done this multiple times. I've stayed in someone's life longer than I should have. I knew I should have exited a while back, but I still stayed. And that's why I'm telling you guys, don't stay in situations longer than you need to be. Assess the situation from a non-emotional standpoint and say, is this benefiting me or is this hurting me? Am I giving more than I'm getting? Not that you're expecting to get anything, but am I just giving? I'll give you a perfect analogy. Let's say you have two people, right? And you're giving and giving and giving, and this person's not reciprocating. You know what you're doing? You're pouring love, joy, care, compassion into a bucket with a hole in it. Let me repeat that again. When you're over giving to someone that's not reciprocative and you're giving and giving, giving, all you're doing is pouring into a bucket with a hole in it. It's not staying in the bucket and getting filled. It's literally going in the bucket and going out. So your resource that you're giving, which is your time, attention and energy is being wasted because it's not staying in the bucket.
1: And that was just a brilliant analogy. And on top of that, It's not gonna last. So you're doing it for what? What are you doing it for? You're doing it's you know, so many I've hear so many people and I've been one of those people that have said it, but I love him. What does Mm. that mean? Like, what does that that actually mean? But I love him. Okay, he's not doing any of the things that you desire in a relationship. Nothing to do with that. You're pouring
0: into an empty bucket, and then he's sitting there saying, well, I'm thirsty. And you're like, well, your bucket has a hole in it. Because clearly you're not reciprocating anything back, or you're not even in the season or prepared to even receive what I have to give you. Right, right right and it's
1: uh you know i don't know it come it, i suppose it does come with um with wisdom with age with experience exactly. that's why i know. just say
0: walk away like you know yeah. who you are and yeah. if like you give a lot and like you care and like all these amazing things right and you're giving to someone and they're not in a season to um receive what you have to give like let's say they're emotionally unavailable. We'll use that's a beautiful one, actually. I can't wait to cover this one. Let's say they're emotionally unavailable, right? But you're like still contributing to their life. Run the other way, do this. Because my bucket analogy just proved my point. Why are you going to spend time? And again, think about this. Why are you going to spend time with somebody that's saying I'm emotionally available? What they're saying is I'm going to hurt you. Because I'm not emotionally available to receive what you have to give. But on the flip side, look at it like this, too. That person might say, oh, it's just going to take me some time. You know, I've been hurt. I've been let down. All these things. They got a wall up. They have the Great Wall of China up, right? Why are you going to want to deal with them, someone that's going to make it difficult for you to get close to them, when you can go find someone else that won't make it difficult for you to get close right. to them? That will gladly invite you in, that gladly wants you close, that won't make it hard. That's why I keep saying, why are you making your life more harder than it needs to be? Yeah. Why are you going to deal with the emotional unavailable person that's going to make it so difficult? And literally, they're telling you, I'm going to hurt you because I'm not emotionally available. And you're breaking your own heart by saying, well, if I keep doing this and this and this, they're going to change. They're going to see me. They're going to believe in me. They're going to pick me. No, don't be, a pick me. Yeah, yeah. don't be a pick me. Say, pack your bags and go somewhere else. Because I'm telling you, you can go find someone else that's going to be reciprocative, that's not going to make it that difficult for you to get close to them.
1: Absolutely, and I want to just add to this. The way, how do we do this? This is what, like, this is something that I've learned in, um, uh, you know, how how do you get anything you want, really? And I think my way of doing things, and this is what, um, I mean, I don't know if anyone knows that I teach the law of attraction as well. So it's something that I would tell, you know, my clients or people that I'm around. Um, If you were to write a list of every aspect of what you want in a relationship like everything you can go through the list and you want somebody who's who's emotionally available you want someone who's loving who's caring who wants to be around you who wants to um, call you who wants to communicate with you who wants to see you I mean whatever it is whether you want them tall short fat skinny I don't know whatever you want from this person however you want them to the outside how you want them to look and what you want from them the inside and how you want your relationship to look now if you draw that picture for yourself and you've got a list of everything you want then when when you go to this relate when you meet this person you can use your list as a tick off point to say right uh, this is this is what I want and you can communicate that this is what I'm about this is who I am and now if they could turn around and say oh, that's really not how I look at things or how I see things or then you can say okay see you later next like, and I don't mean that like in uh you know. Next, but next let's
0: time. be honest, they're not going to check off everything, but no, they should no. check off, but they should no. check off the core principles, though. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah, the they should check I'm off thinking.
0: the core, because we're not going to run around here and tell you guys, hey, run around here on a date with a list and say, hey, do you meet these no, no. requirements? be no, like, no, what I
1: the but for yourself, you at least you know yeah. because too many of us forget what it is that we want when we meet someone because we 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 led by feelings so much so or by attraction. Like you're so yeah. attractive to this person that you forget everything else you forget your morals you forget your values you forget what who you are and what you actually want and you don't say nothing but it's time to stop closing your mouth we have this for a reason it's for i think
0: we should cover i think we should cover that in a video not this week but next week about core principles and then what you're willing to be flexible on because core principles are like let's say like your faith for example or like lifestyle those are your core principles that's like what you're not willing to budge on like you're like yeah. no like I will not date somebody like for example let's say you're like I'm a non-smoker and a non-negotiable I'm not dating a smoker you yeah. see what I'm saying so you really have to separate the two of your negotiables and your non-negotiables but we should definitely cover that
1: and it's quite funny because you just said about non-smoking and I I just got an example to give here with somebody that I know who um is very much into not do not smoke around this person they're not having it whatsoever and now she's been in a relationship now for about six months but this person has ticked so many boxes in, in all her core beliefs and what she wants in her life. They've ticked so many boxes and the guy has a cigarette every so often and she accepts it. Why? Because he's ticked so many other boxes and they get on so well and they're so, uh, they so connect on every single level that when it comes down to every so often he wants to have a cigarette, she doesn't mind.
0: Yeah, but it's outside
1: but it's outside it's not around (laughs) her but i'm saying she's not gonna break the relationship off just because you see what's interesting
0: though when we look at anybody's dating history let's be honest here let's let's drop the shoe a lot of times when we really like someone we are willing to break certain rules yes that's that that's that's the caveat What it comes down to Because we'll notice that let's say we, let's say for example, and we see this too, and we have to stop being so colorblind to it. We, let's say we like someone, right? You might have, ah, nah, I don't wanna do this, this, and this. But let's say you met someone you desired. You see the difference between like and desire? You might meet someone you desire, you're taking the gloves off. You're like, I'm down for anything, I'm open, you're more receivable compared to the person you like, I like them. But, you know, like, don't do this and this and this. But then you see, you meet the person you desire. You're like, you smoke, Pff, don't care. Hmm. You know what I mean? But the person that you like, you might be like, oh, I don't really like smokers that much, blah, 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 blah. But that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between like, there's a difference between desire. Yeah, I have Because we've all, we've all been there. Certain people we set rules for, and then other people will break those rules for. Yeah,
1: so true, isn't it? So true. So I think honestly,
0: when it comes down to it, guys, and um, I'm glad that we had this open discussion, is honestly, don't be afraid to lose things. I think a lot of times we get overly attached because we want to be in a relationship so bad or, um, you know, we want this friendship so bad. We're overly attached to things and then that over attachment uh, doesn't allow us to detach.
1: And, and that's where a
0: lot of yeah. the pain comes from because you're so attached and invested into the time, energy, and attention that you don't know how to detach to say, I can't stay attached to someone that doesn't want to stay attached to me. Yeah. And and, exactly. and that's where a lot of that pain comes in. Just let them go. I know it's a terrible thing because you see, we're taught to get into relationships, but we're not taught how to let go of relationships. Yeah, we're well, not telling can- you to pick up the phone and say, yo. I'm done with you. I don't want to talk to you. No, just let them. You don't even have to say anything. My thing is, is if you don't want to be here, just go. I'm not keeping you here. Just go. That's the thing. But the caveat is, if you go, be 100%. I'm going to be 100% real with you guys. If you go, understand there are consequences that if I see you out in public, I don't know you. Don't call me no more. You're gone. We're done. You're erased. You have gotten thanos Like, you know in Marvel Avengers when Thanos does the finger snap and everybody and half the population's gone? If you decide to go, (laughs) because I'm not keeping you here,
1: if you decide
0: to say, hey, this is not for me no more, we're not working out, you know, um, whatever, or let's say you are say, hey, I'm emotionally unavailable, you get Thanos-snapped. I don't know you, don't talk to you. And it's not pettiness. A lot of, oh, that's petty, that's mean. It's no, not. why am I going to want to keep talking to you? Why am I going to want to entertain you on any form of level? Because I'm protecting my resources. I'm protecting my time, attention, and energy. And that's so what it's about, what right? In public, if I see you out in public, why am I going to want to talk to you? I don't hate you. I have no ill will toward you, but I'm going to keep my day moving keep it moving
1: and it's it is it's like you know go back to what we were saying about compromising ourselves and oh it's so many people do it in so many relationships just because they fear it's the fear again of
0: well it's fear the lack of loss abandonment name it
1: Yeah. And I think it comes back down to, again, you've just got to love on yourself. And the more you love you, the more you won't stand for certain things. And you will have once you get into that relationship that um, that works for you and is aligned with you and your core values. Man, are you going to have a good time? Man, are you going to enjoy? You're going to have a good time,
0: 100 percent. But it's also being aware that it takes work.
1: Yeah, of course it takes work. To, away. to be on the same page it.
0: because yeah. life happens, things change. This is why I say you can't always lead with your feelings, but I'm saying you can lead with conversations. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what I say. Don't lead with feelings, lead with conversations. That's why I believe in the whole monthly checkup thing. That's why I believe in thorough communication. And you guys can decide how you want to do that. Phone calls, FaceTime, whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, one-to-one. At the end of the day, I I just believe that too many times we break our own hearts for other people when they won't even jump over a puddle for you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like you only can do that for so long before you start to see that it doesn't work. And I realize even for me, it didn't work.
1: It it doesn't benefit
0: me in any shape, way, or form because you end up exhausted. Everyone else's heart gets the love and attention and your heart's here bleeding out on the floor because you've put everyone else's needs, desires, wants before your own. What I'm trying to truly say is both of your needs and desires should matter. Now, if you can meet that person's needs, but they can't meet yours, then it's not for you because your needs matter just as much as theirs do. And if they can't meet that demand
1: you're always gonna have it if you're not this is the thing I think what makes it what makes it become like um, can make you become let's say miserable could be a word to yeah, you. miserable yeah. yeah it can make you miserable because if you're giving 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 and you're not getting what you want now we all know we have a thought process our thoughts are gonna go in a different direction they're going to go to a a place that's quite dark you're going to start seeing the worst you're going to start thinking the worst you're going to start and what happens so many times michael what happens you blame yourself oh what did i do and you question yourself and it's not you it's you that you want something just because they're not given to you doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong It doesn't mean that. But so many people will sit back and go, What have I done wrong? What's wrong with me? Maybe I'm not good looking enough. Maybe I'm not slim enough. Maybe I'm not this enough. Maybe it's always something that I'm not enough.
0: Self-talk, like the self self-destructiveness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and it becomes self-destructive talk. And this is what we want to avoid because once you're communicating, you're voicing what you want, and the other person can then communicate back to you. And if it's not what you want, then you can avoid all that self-destructive talk because that is what's going to take you on a downward spiral and it will affect everything around you because as we know when you're when you're in a relationship or you're getting to know somebody all your thought process goes towards them it's always like you get taken over by it it's like this thing happens and it takes over in your mind so rather than allowing that to happen then communicating that fact of what you want, then at least it stops you having to hurt yourself and go through all that unnecessary hurt and that thought process that's gonna it's not just gonna affect you in your relationship, it's gonna affect your work, it's gonna affect your friendship. It's gonna it has an uh it has a massive effect around you. It's energy. It just it like spirals out. And before you know it, You're noticing your life is going downwards, 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 downwards. For what? For who? Because you're not communicating what you want. No. It's like it's time to stop doing that. Open your mouth. Have that conversation. And really, really value who you are and what you're about and what your desires are.
0: I'm going to add something here that people are not going to like, but you need to hear it. We all need to hear it. The reason why people don't voice what they want, it's because they don't like rejection. Yes. That's why they don't like being rejected. They like, let's say you have like what you want and you voice it, and the person's like, no, I'm not about that. You feel rejected. Why don't they want me? Why don't they desire? That's what it comes down to. It comes down to feeling rejected. But I am sorry to say this it's life and it's not personal
1: it's not personal
0: but it's life and we need to stop doing playing victim yeah and acting like oh woe is me when that's life mm-hmm. you cannot say well i want only the good things and the bad there are people you're going to meet that are not going to want what you want. Mm-hmm. You could have, let's say you were in a relationship with someone in the relationship relationship and they don't want you no more. And again, you know what, guys? I'm going to put it out there. I've dealt with that last year, a little bit of this year, because it bruises our ego mm-hmm. when they don't want us. Why don't you want me? It has nothing to do. They don't want you. Yeah. Don't try to justify it. Don't try to pick it apart. Don't try to understand what, if they don't want you, they don't want you.
1: And you know what? I'm going to say something on that one. A few years ago, when I was in, well, I'm going to say, I. was I, interesting because I thought it was a relationship um, and seeing the person for quite a number of years, even. And They didn't want to be in a relationship with me and I couldn't understand it. But why? Why? Why do you like we're with each other? We go out together. We do we sleep in the same bed together. We do all these things, but you don't want to be in a relationship with me. And I took it so personal. And when I say personal to the point where I was literally self-sabotaging myself and it was on my mind all the time. And I was so Hurt by it, and I mean, like ripped apart inside well, out. Women take
0: rejection a lot harder than guys. Do. Yeah,
1: and I really did take it in a really- women
0: take it really hard. Women don't like being rejected. It, it to them, it's just like what, why. Yes. And I
1: heard and I heard something the other day um on a YouTube clip that I was watching, and they were saying like all these things could be happening. You could be meeting up, going to cinema, going out for dinner, you could be sleeping together, you could be staying around that person's house. And but if they haven't told you and you haven't agreed that you're in a relationship, what makes you think you're in a relationship because of all these things? And now that was me.
0: Ooh, I thought, okay. right. Okay, I, do you really do you really want to talk about it? If you really yeah, want to talk about yeah. it, we can talk about it. Um, I, was,
1: I was really like, I sat there and I thought, "Whoa!" If whoa. you want to talk
0: about it, let's talk about it. Um, it. See what a lot of people don't understand, and I, and it makes me laugh how people are like, "All these people want me." There's a difference between sexual attention and committed attention. Yes. That there's a big difference. There's a difference between of somebody just wanting you for bedroom fun and somebody actually committing to you, like saying, I want to be with you. Because I'm I'm openly going to tell you this. As men, when we want something, we commit to it. Like like I'm saying, like, let's say we want to be in a relationship with a girl. We don't wait. We're like, I like you. I want you. We've been on three, four dates. It's been like two or three. We're together now because guys were very Territorial. When we see something that we want, we want to put our claim on it like as soon as possible. But you see, there's a difference between sexual attention because you can tell because the person might just want to have bedroom fun, but they're not committing to you. As you said, you're going out to movies, you're going out to dinner dates, you sleep in the same bed, you're having bedroom fun, but no commitment. That, That clearly means like when you're reading between the lines, all they want is bedroom fun. Because see, they have I, not put a claim on it and said we're together now,
1: right? And I found that the most difficult thing to get my head around, and I used to argue this, and I used to be like, "Hang on a sec, how are we doing this? This A B C D E all the way through to Z, but we're not you, we're not together. Like, but we are together." And I, I honestly, Michael, for the life of me, see, you, were together,
0: like, you were together, but not together the way you wanted. That's yeah. that's what it comes. It was there like, was no commitment, right? But there was. Because all it was, at the end of the day, and, and it sucks when we have to look at these things, it was just sexual attention. That That's what it was.
1: Yes. And he would say, like, and then my understanding was after that, actually, he wants to be open to meet somebody else. So yeah. for the time now, yes, he's happy to be around me. Yes, he's happy to go and dinner with me. Yes, he's happy to sleep with me. Yes, he's happy to do all these things with me. But... It, he couldn't see a long term. He didn't want to marry me. Put it that way. Yeah. So, so he
0: wanted the benefits, but without the commitment. More,
1: yes, but because I couldn't get my head around it, and I didn't, I didn't understand what I understand today. I just went along with it, and I put all my needs, all my wants, all my desires to the side because I thought, well, you know, at the end of the day, we've been seeing each other for. Two years, yeah. let's—I can't remember at the time, whatever it was. Um, So he's definitely going to he's definitely gonna be in a relationship with me because we're in a relationship. He's definitely gonna commit to me because that's the next logical step. And I was such a fool to think like that.
0: Look, you, you weren't know? a fool. I've met a lot of women that have done that. Oh, we're sleeping together, we're doing X, Y, Z, but he won't commit. If he right. doesn't commit, he's not into you like that. Right he's into the benefits, but he's right. not into you. Because so that as if, a man, he would have committed already. Right,
1: he would have said to you, "I'm gonna." You know, it's a relationship, and if he hasn't said to you, it's a relationship. Then you're not in a well, relationship. No, put it this way:
0: usually, <clears throat> in those situations, if you guys are doing those things, the woman will bring up, "What are we?" and the guy will not hesitate. "You're my girl now." End the story. End of story. Like, she'll bring it up. And like, especially if you guys are on have dinner date, sleeping together, whatever. She'll bring it up and say, what are we? The man, without hesitation. This is how you know a man wants you outside of just bedroom fun. He wants to commit. He will say, you're my girl now. We're together. If he hasn't made that statement and you haven't asked the question, then it's just what it is. It's bedroom fun.
1: And don't be scared to ask that question.
0: Maybe they fear people fear rejection, and that's their own internal work. That oh, I've done it so many
1: times. I've done it. But then I and then you're so right though, Michael, because the relationships that I've been in, um uh they have just they've stated to me, you're my girl.
0: Yeah, that, but you see, men have no problem, Vocal. Oh, you're my girl. You ask the, the question, you're my girl. Like, no, yeah, that's no, it. It was like yeah, yeah. The ones I've been in. Why are we talking about this? Like it was already.
1: Yeah. And 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 what a, and it's such a beautiful thing for you as a as a I'm going to speak on a woman's side of things here yeah. because obviously a man I'm not a man so, but for me as a woman and I know I can speak for other women here, when a man calls you his girl, then you know you feel that goodness behind you and you're and you're just like yes because you are only putting your time to him because you like him because you want a relationship with him and it's a matter of him turning around and saying whether. He's going to be with, he wants to commit to that
0: validation that this is not fun, that it's an actual thing.
1: Yeah. And now you can start talking about your long term. You can plan your holidays. You can plan uh, the things you're going to do together. You can plan whether you're going to live together or if you're not going to live together or have babies, if you're not going to have babies, whatever it is. But um, it's one of the best feelings, I mean, you know, because you want that, and because you want that, but if you turn around, if that's what you want, and you say to him, What's going on? He goes, Well, you know,
0: like, yeah, then you know what it is, then you know what time it is. Like, you don't know wait around, you're to don't wait around. Just make Men your- have <laughs> no problem telling you what it is, especially if he's a well put together man, he'll tell you, Yo, this is what it is. But you see, again, guys, to wrap it up, um. This is why we have these conversations. So you can pick apart what you need to say, yo, they help me understand that I am the one breaking my own heart because we want to blame other people. We want to yes. say, Oh, they broke my heart. No, you broke your own heart oh. by staying in situations that were not problematic for you because you led with your emotions. You did not lead with logic. You did not lead with, Hey, is this benefiting me or hurting me? It's a very simple question. and, Pretty much they've given you the bullets to the gun. If they're not committing, as Anthea said, if they're not reciprocative or if they're only reciprocative out of convenience for bedroom fun or whatever, you have your bullets to your gun. You just don't like the answers. That's the difference. You don't like that someone told you, hey, I don't want to be with you no more or, hey, I don't like you like that. You just don't like the answer. Mm. And that's why you're feeling some type of way. But Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the sooner that you realize that rejection is a part of life and don't take it personal and you just bump that shit off and keep going,
1: Mm. life
0: becomes a lot easier for you.
1: Mm, Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I know there was a lot of engagement today. Um, Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. uh, And we will see you guys on Friday. See you later, everyone.